What is going on? 2008 Neshaminy High School graduates. This is episode six. This is a pretty uh, important episode. This is with Jeff Mealy, another in-house uh, interview. Uh, normally during the weeknights, I try to keep them a little later or at seven o'clock just to keep it out of, way, out, well, out of the way of dinner and uh, getting home from work in case I got to work overtime. And uh, if you do come over during the weeknights, that's totally, I totally welcome it, but I usually do it like four o'clock. Um, in this case, you know, he could get here at seven o'clock and he really wanted to be here to tell a very, um, a very different standpoint of high school. And, and, and afterward, um, this story gets kind of, you know, emotional and, um, you know, it, it's hard, it's hard to talk about drugs and it's hard to talk about how drugs can affect you. And, uh, it's even harder to talk about how it affects the people around you, like your family and your friends. And, uh, Jeff really wanted to be here to tell the story in person, to get it documented in the most, you know, the clearest way possible. And, um, you know, he just wants to really point out that there are a bunch of misconceptions about how people get involved with drugs. And you don't have to come from a broken background to fall victim to to being in the situation that was he that he was in. Um, But it's a it's a it's a good listen. You get to hear how. He went from drowning to swimming to the surface, and now he's thriving. And it's really cool that he came over to tell this story. So I definitely think it's worth a listen. That being said, we'll start the episode. Welcome to Back in 08 Grad Podcast, where we rewind the clock and dive deep into the unforgettable moments of Neshaminy High School in 2008. Tune in, buckle up, and let's rewind the clock together. What's going on, 2008 graduates? We have our, you are our third in-house guest here, actually. This is Jeff Mealy. Say what's up, Jeff. What's going on, (laughs) y'all? So, I'm happy people are coming over. You drove like an hour to get here. Yeah. And I appreciate that. And it was great. You know, 95 (laughs) at rush hour, nothing better. Was it? Did you hit rush hour? It was bad. Oh, no, dude. I'm sorry. It's all right. That's bad. It was worth it. It's going to be worth it. Because that's why I was like, so, although I like people coming over, I always like, are you sure? There is going to be kind of traffic. Yeah, I don't don't mind driving. But it's like, we're literally right outside Philly. It's kind of cool, but... um, Appreciate you coming over. Not a problem. Um, let's just get into these questions. Why not, right? Absolutely. So uh, what kind of uh, person were you in high school? So I remember we kind of had a little monologue beforehand. <laughs> so that's that's probably a, that's a good question, honestly. Uh, very quiet. Yeah. You know, a quiet person kept to myself. Yeah. Uh, I remember you, though. So, like, I, you couldn't have been that quiet. You know, uh, <laughs> I guess I could fit on a class clown, you know, because I, I was a jokester, but... You know, not much. Yeah, to a certain extent. Yeah, I wasn't putting myself out there to be known. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You didn't get. Did you get in trouble for like joking around or no? Not you don't have to answer. I was no, just I don't. I don't believe I did because I was not really. <laughs> to be completely honest, I wasn't in school enough to get yeah. in trouble. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. To be honest, you know, yeah. just being honest with you, you know. But uh, that makes sense. Yeah. You can't get in trouble if you're not there. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> so and then, who would you hang out with? Um, I mean, Ben Rukolf, rest in peace, yes. you know, uh, he was a good friend of mine, real good friend, honestly. And, uh, he was a good, he was a good guy. Yeah. And, um, he was funny, you know, I enjoyed hanging out with him, you know, I was close with his family and all that kind of thing. Oh, were so, you? uh, you hang out at his house a lot. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, the whole, that gang basically, you know, yeah. Alex and all them guys. And, uh, 
my circle was small just yeah. to keep it at that because you know the people i hung out with were the people that did what i did you know and you know yeah i mean so. in, in and out of school it's like you just yeah. want to, why complicate things talking to other people sometimes i feel like, like absolutely sometimes I, I i have a when i was going at least when i was talking to people through school it was like i enjoyed saying hi to people but at the same time i always kind of migrated back to the people that like i knew the best you know absolutely and don't get me wrong like i was friendly with people like i would you know i would know people in the hallways and say hi and whatnot but uh like we were talking about earlier thinking back it's i can't think of names honestly you know what i'm saying i can if i seen faces i'd probably be like yeah i know who that is the thing is too like i remember when i start first started doing the podcast I tried to start like thinking like I was reading over these questions and I was like, I don't know how well I can answer some of these questions. Like I, I didn't, it, it's like you said, like I'm a, I'm more of a face guy. Mm-hmm. So like if I saw a face, like, oh yeah, I know. And then I'll be like, I'll click my, I'll be like, oh, that's uh whatever. Absolutely. But, but like right now I couldn't really, I don't remember who my teachers were half the time. Like No. <laughs> so my one teacher, I do remember Miss Thompson. She was a. That sounds familiar. So I believe. She was like a like special education teacher, yeah. but she, I mean, for some reason I went to her because I, I'm guessing because I wasn't in school so much that I needed like more attention and help yeah, to get sense. through because somehow I graduated high school and I honestly don't know how, but <laughs> you know, it happened. But um, that's the one teacher I do remember because she did help me a lot. She sounds familiar. I don't know. Did you know my brother? I feel like I asked this about I asked this question to like everyone. I don't think so because it seems like there's you either knew Andrew or you either knew me because we had such different groups of friends. But Andrew, Andrew hung out with like Bickle and and Ben Rukoff and um, Mike Keenis and all that. So I probably crossed paths <laughs> yeah, with him at some point. Because and then he kind of I don't know he just he kind of just did his own thing actually. He was pretty he was better at that than I was. I just kind of I don't know. <laughs> I was kind of nerdy in, in high school. I used to just if I wasn't hanging out or uh, like playing basketball. I was just on my computer. You want to know what I remember from the from high school? Yeah, just the guardrail. Just, you remember uh, the guardrail? I do remember the guardrail. The guardrail and the the hallway bench were like the two yes. big things. <laughs> and then the old the old part of high school before before they started building the new part yeah. was the uh, I think Derek mentioned it in his the, the courtyard. You know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He was telling me that, and I didn't remember that at all. Like I, it, it's so crazy how one person remembers one thing and one person remembers. Yeah. I remember the mods. Yeah, that's one of the things I remember because I always thought it was going to collapse. It was like creaky, and they were great because they were air conditioned. They were. You're right. Nothing else was air conditioned. Yeah, they felt. You're right. I forgot about that. I remember. No, maybe this would have been. Uh, this was when I was in Maple Point. Sandbrook closed because it was too hot. Okay. And then they closed Maple Point because they're like, well. If they're going home, you should go home. And I'm like, all right, I'm fine with I'm that. Not going to argue with that. Did you take a bus to school? When you went, did you take No, bus? because, um, so the first year I was in high school, my sister was a senior, so I drove with her to school. Oh, nice. You had to hook up. And then the second two years, somehow I got to drive oh, junior year, and then senior year I drove to school. You were one of the lucky ones. I only yeah. got to drive senior year, I think. I'm, all right, so I remember the, the back parking lot. Right yeah. That was actually fun. That was like now they have the park all the way out by the uh, football field. Do they really? Yeah, that's in a that long football walk field in the parking lot right there. Really, I didn't know that. That sucks. Yeah, because that parking lot went right to like where the Spanish classes were and through the building, I believe. 
Or the mod, where the mods were out there too. Now, right where we where we parked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mods were back there. I remember. I'm starting to remember now. And then if you went down to your right, the gym was down there. Correct. Ah, see, yeah, not that bad. I. It all just starts clicking, which is cool. I think that's the coolest part about doing the podcast, honestly, because people remind, and then all of a sudden I can build a picture. Mm-hmm. But I, I would have no reason to remember it. Like, when is, when's the last time you thought you were going to talk about anything? You know, probably never. never. I didn't <laughs> even think it, this little, you know, oh eight grad reunion yeah. was going to pop up. You know, I was surprised. Were you part of the group when they did? They tried to do it the first time. I was in it, Where? but I didn't. Per- I didn't like. I was just there. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I think a lot of people were. I think a lot of people didn't want to like talk about things. And I think now that people are older, they're kind of like. It still happened, so let's just talk about it. You know? Absolutely. So I mean, I think it's really cool. Like all that that happened. I guess who? I guess Caitlin put it together, right? Yeah, that's yeah. like you know, big shout out to her because that's. I forget. I, did, that's I wonder pretty cool. if she who I can't remember who the first person was that really get it. Someone made the first post, and then I saw like two or three more people go, and then I was like, I'll throw it in there, and then I did, and then and then everyone started going, and then I was just like, this is cool. Yeah, I waited a couple of days to see what happened. I think, and I, think a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people were like, "I just wanted to see you," you know. But it's definitely, it's definitely turning out to be pretty cool, especially the pictures people are posting. Oh yeah, I don't remember any of that. Stuff. Classics. Yeah, I, I, my phone doesn't even like. I've had so many phones since then that the <laughs> photos aren't even there. Yeah, or like the phone that had everything is just won't even boot up yep. anymore. <laughs> Same with me. Let's see here. Is there anything people will remember you for? <laughs> I feel like we kind of answered that. Yeah, yeah, maybe I don't know. I would have to ask people. Yeah. You know, because I, I don't honestly don't know. Yeah, you know, I can say I, I remember. I just I do remember you, but you were just kind of like hanging out. That's yeah. what I remember. Like, there's some people you remember because you, you remember their face, and you're like, I never had a problem with that guy, and then I th- might have said hi, and you were just like, what up or something, you know? Yeah, I mean, I I never had any problems with anybody yeah. you know i just went to school because that's what i was told to do and then same with everybody you know i mean i arrived late and left early but, <laughs> but I, I, I was there you know well, they can't complain i mean as long as you're doing that then you're not really technically breaking the law right? correct because <laughs> it's so funny how that is the law like you can get a you go to jail for well not your parents can get in trouble if you don't go to school but let's see were you involved in anything any groups anything I was not. No. <laughs> no. That's I think fine. the I think the last thing I might have done, like just, as silly as it is, I think I was the water boy for the Nishami Middle School football team. Really? Yeah. Did and you? then I tried to play for like uh a couple weeks and I just was not that person. Yeah. It's it's out a, of shape, chubby and not a football player. And not even that, it's the the, the practices cuz so I tried to play in, in, in Maple Point, and I was obviously the shortest, yeah. smallest kid. It was me and my brother. And, like, it was just, like, you had to show up before school. You had to show up. You had to obviously stay after school. And I they, I really wasn't getting put in any positions. So They're like, you're free safety. Just go run around the, the backfield or something. That was it. That's all I did. Yeah. Did you? Was there a position you wanted to try and play? I don't. I think I just wanted to fit in. Yeah. You know, I tried to do something to say it yeah you know try to make more friends new friends but it just didn't work out do you like football out. now or i like watching it yeah i don't know too much about it but no. i know enough to like i'm more of a hockey guy are you you, know? you yeah. fire fan yeah yeah absolutely they're making well what do you no, i don't want to talk about it. yeah we want yeah hard or hard you know that's kind of a touchy situation but they were doing so good mm-hmm. i thought with um 
Man, you're taking that Celsius right now, dude. I got, like I told you before, this is like wild night for me because yeah. I'm usually in bed by 7.30. Well, that's going to keep you up to like that's midnight, all right. dude. That's got like 200 milligrams of caffeine. Good for you. <laughs> all right. Any uh, fond memories? I mean, you mentioned the guardrail. Oh, uh, yeah, the good old guardrail. Um, I don't know. I can tell you because I didn't, I didn't go to prom. I didn't go to... Gym night. Gym night. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't do any of that because I. It just wasn't my thing back then. But uh, I do remember a story. The last day of high school, when everybody was leaving, so my pickup truck at the time had a. Dude, I somehow remember you had a pickup under, truck under the hood. Yeah. So like my CB radio in my truck. For some reason, I thought I was a hillbilly. Whatever. <laughs> so it had a PA system connected to the CB radio, so I could talk to people outside the truck. Oh. You know, in the. Uh, principal and the vice principal were standing there and i i don't, I don't um i'm pretty sure it was adam rebor uh. and somebody else you know a couple guys were in my truck we were leaving and someone took the pa system and was talking shit to the, <laughs> to the principal and for some like and we're lucky because we hadn't we hadn't graduated yet you know oh, yeah. so they were like they could have they could have stopped us from walking or whatnot but it was funny and then I believe it was me, Sean Little, Sean Little, and somebody else that had a truck. But we all, the bridge that goes under Route 1. Yeah, yep. We all stopped in the, under the bridge and ripped a burnout. Burnout. You know? <laughs> the final smoked, send-off. Smoked the whole bridge out. That's kind of, for some reason, I feel like I, I do remember your truck. And I, I knew Sean Little had a pretty big truck, too. Didn't he? He had a jacked did, up yeah. truck. I remember that. Because he was always into that stuff. Yep. For some, I'm trying to remember. I feel like I might have heard. It does, all I can say is it doesn't surprise me that Adam Rebar would go in the, the, the thing. He always used to push it. I, he was so funny though. He, so I, I had study hall with him, and uh, well, this this might have been a main point, and it was like him, Jonathan Clank, Corey Thompson, and there at the time they were like the three headed monster, and it was they were so funny. Like I just remember they because they're. Study hall back in in um, or middle school was like you, they didn't, you didn't really do anything. You played, they had like games and stuff, yeah. and they just thought, they would just like throw things. And I'm just like <laughs> they would take it. I would just I just would laugh at him. Or I would be like I'd have like a tech deck, and that's what everyone had. Yeah, tech, tech decks back in the day. Did you have a tech deck. Yeah, everyone had a tech deck. Yeah, I still have one. I probably do somewhere. <laughs> they were, and he would just like take it and just run across the room with it, and I was just like. How do you not get in trouble, dude? <laughs> he was funny. Speaking of skateboards, though, shout out to Tommy Astor for becoming a professional. Seriously, last yeah. so Saturday, I had a John Talk here. Yeah, yeah, that's he was awesome. Here and we were. I, I will say, John Talk and I, we didn't really, like a lot of these questions. It's, it's almost like a two-hour episode. Yeah. But I, me and him, like played Call of Duty like all the time. So we talked a little bit about that. Talked about. I ran Astor. into him a few times the past like couple months though. John Talk. Yeah. He shows up places. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he knows a lot of... I, he, I mean, when when I was talking to him, he kind of was like, I really didn't know that many people, but I guess it's just I knew the people he knew. And then... Because mm-hmm. I don't think I really... I didn't really hang out with him unless it was Call of Duty. And he would crush Call of Duty. He was like the best Call of Duty player ever. Really? Yeah, he was so good. He was... You wanted to be on his team because he would just steamroll people. And you're like, dude, how do you have that kind of time? So that was so. Tommy Astor was one of the people I used to hang out with because he lived directly across from 
my parents. Okay. So that's who. Do you know, know Straw Strawberry Court? Is it Strawberry Lane? Strawberry Lane. Yeah. I lived in there for a little bit with okay. uh, um, John Stevens. So you lived right behind me. Probably, yeah. You so, did, because John's, he lived, a, you know, the creek behind his house? Yeah, yeah. That's my parents' house right there. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's so weird. I lived, so when I graduated college, I uh, I didn't have anywhere to go. So he was like, oh, he was, his dad moved out. His dad moved, like, Washington. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I'll see if my dad is cool with you just paying rent and staying in one of the rooms. So I was paying, like, four fifty a month, and I was just chilling with him. I didn't really see him that all. I, you know, we both worked, but yeah. I lived there for probably two years or something like that. Nice. Yeah, I kind of liked it over there. It was nice. It's quiet back there. Like, across the Core Creek and everything. Yep. Yeah. Did a lot of, like, snow days in Core Creek and yeah. everything. His sister bought me my first pack of cigarettes. Oh, really? Back in the day. Like, middle school. Oh, man. I wanted, I, I know her name. Leanne. Leanne. Yeah, she was nice. She, she was nice. It was funny because she was away from the military. She was a Marine. Yeah. She was a bad broad. She is. She was cool. She had a cool little dog. And yeah. every time I'd come home from work, the dog would be laying in my bed. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Jet. Or, yeah, I think his name was Jet. And um, I remember it was I, she came back home, and I think I was in the room that she wanted. And John's like, well, he's paying rent. And like I got to stay there, but then I ended up moving out back to Levittown in uh, Golden Ridge for a while. I bounced around for a while. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know why, because my buddy's like, I'm getting a house. And I'm like, well, I already got it. I'm already in a place. He's like, well, how much do you pay? I'm like, 450 He's like, 400 You can move in next week. And I was like, all right. But it was, a, it was a junk house, though. It, like, the baseboards were all missing, like, the copper. Really? It, it, I guess it sat for a while. Oh, the light went out, dude. I charged him. But um, the, the um, I guess someone ransacked it, and then it was sold as is. Oh, so yeah, you had to go in and luckily I knew a little bit of like construction. So I was helping him. He was like, the deal was like, I help him fix it up a little bit. And you get a break on rent. Yeah. So did you ever get that break on rent though? Well, it was only 400. Oh, yeah. He, he, he gave me the 50, 50, 50 extra. Break. Yeah. That was my, in my reason, that was my car insurance. At there the you time. go. So I was like, done deal, dude. I'll move. It sucked there though. Like the heat barely worked. I'm trying to think where Golden Ridge is. Golden Ridge is off of, what's that highway there, dude? Oh. Man, what's that mean highway right there? Oh, it's right right before right behind New Falls. Yeah. Right near New Falls Bailey's, near Bailey's. Yep. Yeah, right yeah. behind Bailey's. I would walk to Bailey's. Yeah. Wings are good there. Oh, amazing. <laughs> That's where they had the uh, they had the, the when the, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Everyone just flooded oh, five, the street. Yeah, five points there. That was I think that was my last year there. Five points is not a good place. Let's see here. Let's go down the list. What was your journey once you graduated high school? And then I, did you go to college? Well, this is where you, you, you have an interesting story. Yeah. I mean, uh, so it, I mean, during, I, you know, during high school, I got into, you know, drinking and yeah. drugs, you know, with certain people. And, uh, you know, after I graduated high school, it was, uh, you know, it was the thing where you, you either go to college or you get a job, you yeah. know? And, yep. uh, so I went to Bucks County Community College for about five days. <laughs> Honest to God. At least you got there. Five you days. Know? And, um, you know, obviously there was a lot, you know, new people there from other, you know, other high schools and other, you know, whatnot. But um, I was never a school person. I yeah. just was going, I was trying it to, you know, try to please my parents. That, yeah. You know. That was the, but, th- the thing, you know. Yeah. So five days and uh <laughs> I left, and I didn't even 
Like, I didn't even tell my parents I was done. I just left, went home. Yeah. Next day, my mom comes home from work. She came home for lunch for whatever reason, and uh, I'm sitting there on the couch just, like, <laughs> doing nothing, you know? I graduated high school. Give me a break. Yeah. You know, uh, but she <laughs> said, what What are you doing? You know, I said, I'm, I, I didn't like it. Yeah. She said, you didn't like it. What do you mean? Uh-huh. You were there for five days. I said, I know. I just wasn't my thing. So uh, she said, all right, go get a job or, you know, find a way, you know, find a way to make money. Yeah. Um, pretty much if I wanted to stay, live at home, you know, find a, find a way to. You got to pull weight or yeah. something like that. Yeah. That's what I did. I went and worked for um, Rob's Towing, I believe, is where I went. Oh, all right. Right on uh, Veterans Highway right there. Yeah. Yeah. I was there for a long, like, I'm going to say at least six or seven years. Were you a mechanic or? No, I was like a shop. I was like a shop guy, like a a little peasant in the (laughs) shop, you know. But. um, They were big. Yeah, that's like. uh, so, but back to what, back to what I was saying, I, you know, I got into drinking and drugs back when I was in high school, nothing crazy, like a weekend warrior type thing, you know, yeah, and, yeah. uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, that, that quickly progressed as uh-huh. I got out of high school cause I didn't have nothing better to do. So I was like, you know, I went to work and, um, sooner than later it was a, you know, 24 hour thing if I could, yeah. you know, and, uh. While still working. While working. So you were like a late night and then early morning. Yeah. Yes. Jeez. And, uh, you know, depending on what I was doing at the time, you uh-huh. know, because I was, I was like, I was what they call a chameleon. You know, yeah. I would, depending Blended. on who I was hanging out with is what I was going to ingest or do, yeah. you know? And, um, <laughs> so yeah, really whatever, whatever was at the ready for who I was hanging out with is what I was doing, yeah. you know, and that, uh, with, you're going to hear some very raw uncut stuff here with me tonight. And, uh, you know, so it, it was either heroin, yeah, meth, uh-huh. or drinking, you Whatever know, the and, flavor of the day. Yeah. Was. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's like, this is, this is my story, you know, and this is what happens. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a wild ride, man. There was, would you say it went from, you know, you were kind of doing it as a social thing to now you're doing it like this is just what you do. It's like that was like – did you think it was like becoming part of your identity? Yeah. So if I'm being completely honest with you, like the first time I tried a Perk 30, right, uh-huh. I did less than a quarter, right? Yeah. And it messed me up because I'd never done no- nothing like that before. Yeah. You know, I was smoking weed and drinking in high school and, you know, maybe some hallucinogenics here and there. But – uh <laughs> Anyway, like I did that, did the quarter, an eighth of it, and like got really sick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Got really sick to my stomach. Not even a half hour later. Messed me up, you know, obviously. And uh, I woke up the next day like feeling like shit still, you know. And uh, I said, let's do that again, man. Like a, like a, yeah. like a crazy, psychotic person. that You probably were like, everyone else is getting the benefit from it right now. <laughs> like... What am I missing? Let me go at it again. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, I don't think it's anybody's goal to become an alcoholic or an addict. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you're just going with the flow at the time. Yeah. So yeah. I was, I tried it again and didn't get sick this time. So I was like, that's, that's, 
Yeah. You know? Because I've never uh, – so I, I've I've never – I've only like smoked weed like twice, yeah. you know? So the only thing I really was ever really into was like drinking. So I don't know like your story. So I'm like very interested because I – you know, a lot of people – a lot of people that go through it, you don't really get a chance to talk to them. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So that's why I really do appreciate you being here and sharing. Because yeah. I feel like I, I feel like a lot of listeners too that never actually like. I, it's hard to explain. Like when you see someone that kind of goes through a little bit of like a, a you know a downhill slope, you don't know what they're going through, so you don't get to. It's kind of like a mystery. You know what Absolutely. I mean? So like I I really want to hear like the whole you know. Just like how, like what your mental state was and everything. And if you don't mind sharing. No, I don't mind at all. And uh, like, so I I just want to start out with this, that like today is a very special day for me because I have 10 years of continuous sobriety. 10 years, dude. That's awesome. uh, I'm going to give you a pound. Like, I'm not, I'm not even saying that for congratulations because it's, it is, you know, it's like, I, I obviously, you know, did that to myself. I'm just proud of myself for. Yeah staying sober you know what i'm saying and like it's a i get like emotional sometimes like i get i get like teary eyed because it's like it's it's crazy you know what i'm saying but um i only say that because like um you know there's i've been i go to aa every once in a while now i I did aa every day for when i first got sober because that's what worked for me you know what i'm saying but um so i go like two days a week now yep but i'm just saying like it's not like uh, I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to word it, but like uh, I don't know, let me just let's forget about that for now <laughs> and just like go back to like you know when I was working at Rob's and and really getting into it like twenty four seven you yeah. know and uh, you know I grew up with a in a great family you know yeah. what I'm saying like I guess what I was trying to go at was like like you hear in AA meetings a lot, like about like bad, like childhoods and like stuff like that. And what, yeah. what, what they, what people think made them drink, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, like I grew up in a great family, you know, loving family, you know, mm-hmm. as they say, white picket fence, you know, that blah, blah, blah. No, yeah. no, we didn't have a fence, but that, yeah, like yeah. that kind of family, you Tire know, swing. and, uh, <laughs> you know, we had, I had everything I, you know, needed you know and most of the time everything i wanted you know and yeah. uh but yeah so my like mental thoughts were like maybe i'm not good enough you know what i'm saying maybe i'm yeah. not the most handsome guy yeah. you know the uh that you know that kind of stuff yeah like, whatever more mental at the time you know? yeah and um you know if you took that drink smoked that joint did whatever yeah that all went away you know what i'm saying now yeah. now you can dance you know i can't dance even today, yeah. today. <laughs> i can't dance but, i mean that's uh, only i got liquid confidence you know that's all i got <laughs> but yeah that's like the kind of stuff that go that went through my head yeah. you know at the time and um i guess that kind of lends to the chameleon thing you know you, yeah you would they're doing that over there i'm gonna go blend in with that and then that, and then everyone's just doing it together it's like a, a group thing absolutely yeah and uh you know, that got to a point where me doing that almost, you know, every day. Yeah. Led to an, you know, an obvious, an obvious addiction. Yeah. But, um, like I said, that's not, that wasn't my point from the get go. My point was just to try to have fun and those were fun. Blend in and, you know, enjoy my life. Yeah. You know, but, uh, 
funny thing about that is the past the next 10, 11 years uh-huh. until I was 24 were the darkest years of my life. Really? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, I don't know, like, the the whole working at Rob's thing is, like, there was times where I would just, like, leave, like, I would be intoxicated, you know? Yeah. Be going, be running low and have to just run out and get more of whatever I was whatever I needed. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that, I, nothing to nobody would stop me at that point. Yeah. That's, cause I guess because you're just, you're kind of just there helping yeah. her out and then you go, come back and they probably don't even know. Absolutely. Yeah. And there was <laughs> many, it's like, it's, it's scary, man. You know what I'm saying? Like the, yeah. the fact of driving intoxicated, driving high, you know, whatever, whatever it may be. There was times like toward the end of the day at Rob's where they would ask you to drive a Someone else's car. So yeah, like a, a customer's car, either drop it off to them, Ugh. or take it to a dealership so they could pick it up. Yeah. And there's been many times where I drove those cars, intoxicated, mm-hmm. blacked out, not knowing how I got back to the shop. You That's know what I'm crazy. saying? Yeah. That's and, crazy uh, to be honest. Yeah. You're lucky. Like you didn't get any accidents or anything, right? Never. Really. Never had a DUI. Nothing. It's like, like very, that's what very I'm saying. fortunate. Yeah, that's crazy. But um, I guess toward the end of that, I f- I, g- I forget why and when I got fired from Rob's, but it happened. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> um, not no, not drug related or or you know alcohol related. Just I forget. I really forget what happened. But um, downsizing probably, even though they're massive. <laughs> yeah, who knows? But um, so after that point. It was like you know, find a new job or or uh, what's an easier what's an easier outlet for like an alcoholic or a drug addict. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Which uh-huh. would uh, resort to stealing and and you know what what you know what have you. And I was too chicken shit to fucking uh, like go try to rob something at, yeah. for, at you know right at first. You know what I'm saying? So I started with family. You know what I'm saying? Uh, really? So. Uh, you know, it was, you know, jewelry. It was uh, really whatever I could get my hands on yeah. to pawn or sell or whatnot. You know, uh, at the time, my big moneymaker, honestly, was so at five points, believe it or not, there's a Positively Records right there. It's like a record store. They is would it, set, is it still there? Yeah. They really? Would, they would buy old, like, records and DVDs and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Is it along that strip of like Valor Tattoo? Right next door. Okay, gotcha. I know that. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, that was one of my hustles back in the day. Records and, and uh, DVDs. You still steal them from places Just, in well, South Well, no, my them. parents because my, my dad had like a big DVD, DVD collection. <laughs> and then, and like back then, it was like DVDs were still in. Yeah. Kind of, you know. And they were expensive too at the time. And uh, there was, you know, you I would get like five or six bucks per dvd and there was probably hundreds of dvds so yeah. you know w- were you taking them out of the box and just leaving the box no i was taking, taking the whole, whole box because <laughs> <laughs> i know that i mean i've seen people do that or like um i i knew someone i that would like steal stuff from their dad but they would steal like they would cut a bag open take yeah. it off the bottom you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then slowly the bag would deflate <laughs> you know <laughs> but uh i because i i one of my uh i don't want to like put them under because i don't know so one of my family members 
did kind of something along those lines. Uh, I don't want to tell his story or anything, but um, it's not my brother Andrew. So <laughs> before people start thinking about that, so if you you can narrow it down, I guess after that, but um, it kind of really tore the family up for a little bit, you know. But I'm, I'm guessing the same thing with you. It happens to every family. Yep. Yeah, it's like uh, like there's been. I mean, I, I remember when I got sober. To, you know, I was in rehab twice. So the first time I got sober, it didn't work out. You know, it only lasted a little bit because I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing to stay sober. Uh-huh. But um, I remember in re- sitting in rehab, and they have like little family counseling. You know, that your family can come in and whatnot. But um, sorry, you're good. I'm just. I made uh, this thing is a pain. Sometimes, <laughs> dude. I don't understand why. Are you good? So they had like family counseling, and and you know the family comes in and they can tell you how they're feeling. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. never pretty. It ne- no. never usually is. You know? Yeah. Not that they didn't love me. Not that they didn't you know care for me. Still, they just wanted me to get better. Yeah. You know? Get you know get sober. And uh, I remember like my mom saying like you know I I lost many nights of sleep over wondering where you were and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, I don't know if it's, I feel like it doesn't only, I feel like it was breaking my parents apart too. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're still married today, but I feel like it was putting a toll on everybody. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, cause you know, there's always one parent that's like saying they want the good. And the other one's like, that's not, you know, yeah. that's not happening. We got to be t- tougher love, you know? I know at least that's kind of, not to steal away your story. No, here, no, it's, it's kind of like, uh, my parents kind of kind of went through the same thing with my sibling. And it was like, you know, he's a good kid. This, You know, he's got all this potential. And then the other one's just like, well, we're not, you know, continuing to spoiling him is not going to help mm-hmm. do anything. So you can take it from there. And then like, <laughs> uh, I know my, like, so my sister and brother-in-law, they were just dating back in the day. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and um, I think I remember this correctly, that she said that, like, because, uh, like, they, like I said, they were just dating. They weren't even, they weren't engaged or anything like that. I think it was when they first started dating. But, um, like, I think he was iffy about being with her because of me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I get it. You know, but luckily yeah. they worked it out because he's a great guy and they're they're great together but um it's just things like that man it rips families apart and yeah. it's like uh like it's addictions it, this was my choice obviously because i wanted i tried it and i liked it and i kept doing it you know yeah. what i'm saying but there's a lot of addiction that's like uh doctor prescribed stuff that people are just taking the things that they're prescribed you know what i'm yeah. saying and Sometimes maybe the doctor will, you know, prescribe it one too many days and then they just take it's off. gone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Their, their life can be down the drain. But, um, and I've met many people with like every walk, like every walk of life in AA I was and, say, and everything yeah. else. Like it probably heard a lot of stories. And it doesn't like, I can tell you one thing that like alcoholism and addiction, it doesn't discriminate, man. I've, I've met lawyers, doctors, I've met actresses, uh, you know, um, you name it, I probably met him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it doesn't, like, my my description of an alcoholic when I first, back when I was younger, was a 
bomb under a bridge with a plastic with a paper bag with a forty in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like and, something uh, that's like really and, out there. Yeah, and yeah. The, and I'm sure they are, but they're that's not you know, that's not what an alcoholic is, you know what I'm saying? And um It's I, like the functional ones kind of have a bigger problem. It, Cause uh, there's, I mean, doing construction, you meet a lot of people like that who work's done and they're running to the bar. Oh yeah. And they're, they're there. They close it down and come right back to work. And it just sets your body starts to just run on it. They're not lying. <laughs> and I've seen, I've, I've worked in construction with guys that had, have a, had a six pack in their cooler for the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just not. They're cracking on the ride home. Yeah. Just in their trunk, you know, ready to go. And, uh. And I get that, you know, I've been there, yeah. you know, I've been there many a days, you know, many a years and, um, you know, and, and the crazy thing is I don't regret becoming an alcoholic or an addict, you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Now I say that because it, you know, over these past 10 years, it's been like a mm -hmm. crazy wild adventure, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And, uh, <coughs> sorry, I got a frog in my throat or something, but, um. Like, um, yeah, let's go back to, like, the actual addiction part, though. It was like... Uh, you push that a little closer, too, if you don't yeah. mind. Yeah. Perfect. So, so. <laughs> I know. It's, a weird, it's, I, it's weird because I'm still getting used to the podcast thing. Yeah. And, like, I kind of have to, like, give cues, you know what I mean? I, it's weird. But it's sorry, all right. No, going. it's all right. Um, so, yeah, like I said, it was like, you know... The first thing I ever tried opiate wise was a, you know, eighth of a perk thirty. But um, uh. that quickly got out of hand and too expensive. Yeah. So that you know, recipes Ben Rukoff he he introduced me to something different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I don't blame him one bit because I was already addicted at the time. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, so he introduced me to heroin, you know, and uh, he said, why are you spending all that money on, I was doing seven, eight perk 30s a day. How crazy is that? That's nuts. That's enough probably to fucking kill an elephant, Yeah, honestly, you know, and it's like scary to think about, but like, that's what. Did you walk up slowly or was it just like. I, I, yeah, it definitely worked up slowly. I didn't yeah. like, I didn't, you know. But, oh, well, yeah, because, I mean, it would be dangerous if you just jumped into something. But I, I don't know, because I, I feel like it, it's, like you saying, that's a lot. And I it, it's so hard for me to to grasp, like, how someone can walk up that high. But I guess if you're just, if every day you're tolerating it and you're not, and you're just getting used to it, your body's just, like, okay with it. Yeah. It's just like any, I, I feel like it's like anything else that you would do yeah. to excess. You know, like, I mean, even, even weightlifting you know what i'm saying it's, it's I'm not, i don't mean to i don't mean to put <laughs> no, drugs right. in weightlifting but yeah. you do you know you the weight you do soon enough you're going to grow out of that weight you know if you're, you're right. it's a good reference actually you know yeah but um you hit me on hit me at home on that one <laughs> now you're right. yeah you're like you're like i, I know what he's gonna understand <laughs> now that's totally that's totally true because your body does adapt and if you don't it's it's trying to search for the next thing yeah it makes sense all right i gotcha but yeah that that happened uh i don't know i was probably i don't think i was doing heroin for that long because i mean long enough it was probably like uh two 
two and a half years probably. Uh-huh. And then that's, you know, at the end of that two years is when I got sober. But um, I mentioned before how I had, you know, different hustles to get money. Because yeah. if, if I was working at the time, but <clears throat> not like not a job to pay, pay for. for I don't like. You're still living at home? Yes. Okay. And that's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's what's crazy about, like, all this. Like, I don't know. I feel like if I would have say if, if I would have done these Ill- illegal things to get this money and save this money, I might have been a millionaire. Just, <laughs> like, it's, like, weird to think about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, because I, I don't know where half the money came from, yeah. to be honest with you. And, uh. But then you also probably wouldn't have been stealing them. Uh, I agree. Yeah. I'm just, that's what I, I'm just thinking, you know. Yeah, because what the, would the happen? Amount you, the amount you spent, I mean, over 10 years yeah. to afford, yeah, that's like. It's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> and this was like, I mean, there have been times where like I would take, I'm not going to say any names, but there's yeah. people that we know that, you know, used to sell and do stuff. And I used to become friendly with them and, like I would be, let them take my core if I was at work to go re up. Oh, uh, okay. And then they would hook okay. me up with yeah. you know blah blah blah. But uh, yeah, and they a lot of these people now are sober, thankfully, you know. Yeah, and um, uh, I don't know, but after the ways of getting money was is what I was going at. Um. So another really fucked up thing is like I would go to bars, right? And um, I would take tip money off the fucking bars. You know, people's well earned money. Yeah. Like now that, like back then, like I didn't, I didn't care back then. Yeah. You know, and one sitting there. You know, and uh, so I was, I would do that for a while, and then um, that's when I first, I got my first, I don't know, I got a petty theft charge for stealing a purse from a bar because there wasn't enough money on the bar. So I had to try to steal some lady's, yeah. poor lady's purse, you know what I'm saying? And uh, jokes on me because I only got a $5 scratch off ticket out oh of it. My God. <laughs> and uh, a, a theft charge, you yeah. know? But um, that was at the Buck Hotel. I'm still not, I'm still banned from the Buck Are Hotel. Are you really? Yeah. I've only been there like twice, I think. Um, Up in Feasterville, I guess. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was at a Christmas party. Not even. Any company I work for, I just went and ended up doing uh. a Christmas party, and there was <laughs> a lot of people. But um, so sorry to the lady that lost a five dollar scratch, scratch off in your purse. But imagine uh, if there was like a million dollar scratch. I know. Oof. I would have split it with her. Yeah, <laughs> good man. <laughs> um, did you get? Did she find you t- uh, taking her purse? Someone else saw it or whatever. Or? I, Com- to be completely honest, I have no idea. Maybe cameras because I didn't get caught. I didn't get a call from the police. To- I- the police called me somehow. Really? The next day, because I like when I found out there was nothing in the purse, I threw it out my window in the parking lot. Yeah, and yeah. just left. You know, what I'm saying I was pissed off because I wasn't getting high that night. Yeah, you know, or I had to go find a new way to get high. But um, yeah, the next day they called me. I don't know how. Yeah. Or what happened? You didn't know anyone that worked there? No. Really. Yeah. And it wasn't even your Christmas party. No, I didn't know anybody there. That is crazy, to be honest. I mean, I don't know. I guess it was Lower Southampton, please. Yeah, because that's what they are right there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that that was weird. <laughs> and, um, so yeah, they told me to come, uh, Jeffrey come in, 
we got to talk to. Use your full was, name. Yeah, I said, <laughs> I, I probably know what this is about, you know, and uh, so I went in. Nothing happened there. They just took fingerprints and, you know, gave me a court date. Yeah. And because uh, I, I think the charge was like a petty theft, I think it was called. Yeah. And uh, I didn't have, I, yeah, besides that, and this is when it, re- this was ve- toward the very end of my addiction and alcoholism because uh, I guess the next week or so is when I took somebody from around our way down to re-up. And uh, um, we got pulled over on the way home. Really? And uh, state police, Pennsylvania State Police, They're put pissed. the lights on, pulled us over right off of the ni- uh, street road exit on 95. Gotcha. And uh, if he listens to this, he'll know exactly who I'm talking about, but no <laughs> names. But, uh, yeah, we he had about so a rack on him. He had, he had like... A, 10 or 11 bundles on him wow. of dope, yeah, you know, yeah. and his stuffed in his jock. And he gave me one before we left the city just for driving him down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, I had that underneath my cigarette, the ashtray, gotcha, you yeah. know, hidden under there. And, uh, this is my first time being arrested. Yeah. I'm high as a kite. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Luckily I did a few of them bags before I left the city because you'll figure out in a minute. But, um, yeah, he pulls us over. My buddy's out of the truck. He's getting searched. They, luckily, they don't find whatever was on him. Really? He, that would have been like, uh, yeah. that would have been probably the end of it, you know? And then they come over to me and say, you know, just, I'm nervous as a motherfucker. I'm just shaking. I'm fucking high. And like I said, and like first time getting a real like arrest. Yeah. So they say like, uh, just t- you know, just tell us where it is. We we won't rip apart your truck because that's what we're going to do anyway. Because we know where you're coming from. Blah 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 blah. I said, how do you know uh, where I'm coming from? Like being a smartass, which I shouldn't have been. But anyway, so I tell him because I'm nervous, nervous Nelly over here, and um, you know, this is weird too. This part's very weird. So the guy I was with, he takes my truck. I get arrested. Yeah, you were driving. I was driving. Okay. An old uh, beat up Ford. My buddy Brandon Rogers. He passed away too. Not you know. I guess that's ten years now. I don't know, but anyway, rest in peace, Brandon Rogers. And uh, so my buddy takes the truck. I get arrested. Uh-huh. This is the weirdest cop interaction I've ever. <laughs> I mean, not my first. Yeah. Like technically, you know, first like getting pulled over and arrested. But um, so this state trooper. You know, I'm thinking, all right, handcuff me. You're going to put me in the in the back of the cruiser. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He takes all, so I guess they have like their personal stuff in their passenger seat. Yeah. He takes all that stuff out, <coughs> puts it in the back seat, puts me in the front seat, handcuffed in the front. Uh-huh. Asks, he lights a cigarette for me. I'm smoking a cigarette in his cruiser. He asks me what I want on the radio, right? <laughs> yeah. And I say, uh, I'm I'm hot. I'm like freak. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? It's like right reverse now? psychology. Or yeah. Like, what now. are you doing right now, man? <laughs> what are you doing, officer? Uh, so I said, all right, put on ninety two five for me, and uh, he does. Um, right before we get it, because he has he has my drugs in in that a little you know plastic bag, baggie. Yeah. 
So before we get out of the car, uh-huh. he slips two bags into my pocket. No way. Like, fucking, what's going on? Really? He says, you're going to need these later. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So all I can think... So, um, well, we go into, you know, oh, sorry. We go, <laughs> we go into the uh, state police barracks over by the Chamonix Mall, you know, get fingerprinted, uh-huh. blah, 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 blah. He's, he walks in and jokes with me and says, oh, you want, you want the, you know, you want these bags back? Knowing damn well he gave me two bags for later. Yeah. And then I think he just did that. To, I don't know. I don't know what the, what the fuck was going on. Dude. Yeah. And anyway. I'm pretty sure my buddy was out out in the parking lot, still with the shit in his jock, just waiting, just waiting for me. I don't, my God. But either way, so the only thing I can think of for this story uh-huh. was that that cop, his son or somebody he knew, was it has an addiction problem or yeah, not that it would be right giving me drugs, but knowing that I'm I'll probably be going through withdrawals later. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing that can come to my mind, because other than that, it yeah. was a fucking a mystery, a crazy dream. Yeah, because I was just gonna say maybe he he knows, you know, you obviously can't have that much on you, but by taking it all away, you're gonna be going. You're probably gonna get in more trouble. You probably can't drive. You probably can't do anything. You know. No, but luckily, because like I remember, I, I said um, I did a few bags before I left the city. Yeah. So like I said, luckily I did those because if I didn't. That would have been possession with a se- intent to sell because it would have been. Yeah, uh, I forget. I don't really just, know the numbers, just, but it's, it's like you said, it's just so weird because he slipped them, but he didn't bring anything up about it. Correct. Anything. Yeah, that's that's it. Like that's one of the stories that really. I mean, it still blows my mind. Yeah, and like I've seen him ever. in court, you know, afterwards. Uh huh. <coughs> Nothing. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, he probably just was like... I mean, I, I guess he can't say anything, but I'm just, like, it's just, like, mind-blowing. Yeah. I mean, I guess he was, in his mind, because he knows someone, or maybe it was, like you said, a son or something like yeah. that. He knows probably, he's probably seeing people go through withdrawal, but at the same time, it's like, it's not helping either by flipping your more. Not at all. Yeah. So that was my last... Um, cop interaction until i got sober you know and uh well ever because i didn't get i don't I haven't had any cop interactions yeah. since then but would um, you say that kind of scared you it definitely did yeah yeah it, it gave me the the push i needed to like what get am help, i doing you know yeah man I, you're pretty lucky that your friend didn't because then i think then you probably would have been really scared <laughs> you would, yeah. i mean you'd I probably well i don't know if it's uh, is it all umbrellaed under the car or would it if it's on him it's his if it's on you it's yours i don't know how that works i don't know how it works either gotcha but um i feel like i don't want i feel like it would be me yeah oh because you're driving for the car oh true i don't know though yeah because what if you well i mean not saying you would like throw him under the bus or anything but you you could be like i didn't know he had them on him you know what i mean but yeah but i i don't know that's because you were, yeah, that's just. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking, the, like, the, I don't know. I, no, I it's cool. I just questions. don't know. You know, I, I wish I, I, yeah. I don't know how that would work. Yeah, I just never. That's a crazy story. I don't know too much of the judicial system. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's a, probably a good thing. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oof, that's that. I would get pulled. If I got pulled over for like a speeding ticket, I'm always shaking. I mean, I, I don't get those that much anymore, which I don't know how, but. 
I'm, I got a lead foot, but that's me too. <laughs> that's just like every time I always get past them, I'm like, I can go faster, maybe. Yeah. But I'm always in. A, I feel like living up north because my parents live down south, mm-hmm. and I go down there, and everyone drives under the speed limit. Really? Oh yeah. And I'm just like that would piss me off. Oh, it gets me so upset. I get so frustrated because, and you can't go around them because they're all like, like right next, like you know, left. It's right. like the people on the turnpike that drive seventy miles an hour in the left fast lane. lane. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I I deal with them because Thursdays I go every Thursday I go back to Levittown. Okay. I take the turnpike back, and they're always there. Yeah. I'm like. It's, the speed limit's 70 now, all right? So you know people are pushing like 80. Yeah, you can go 80, so, yeah. 85. So get out. Get out of the way. <laughs> like, if you're scared going 70, like, you should, you know the left lane. I, I, I think some people don't know the left lane is a, is a passing lane. Or they just really don't. I don't think they should be driving that. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I've had, I do have some friends that uh, would that would say, I appreciate when someone drives slow in front of me because it keeps me to the speed limit. And I'm like, it's a losing attitude. <laughs> I'm like, you must really not have to get somewhere. <laughs> That's just try my... that. Try that on me coming home from work. I'll push you out uh, of the way. Seriously, I do. I, in the morning, if I'm if I'm on my way to work, like I've only had a truck for two years. I've always had a, had a Mini Cooper for a while. Yeah. So this is the first time I can ride up higher, which I love. Now. It's nice. Oh, it's so good. And but the best part is your is your lights are right in their their uh, rear view mirror. Yeah. So yeah. when you flash the high beams, they like. They see when I do it like with my Mini Cooper, it was like shining under their car. Like it had no idea. I had to pull over to the left or the right a little bit to get it in their mirror yep. a little bit, but the truck moves them. Oh yeah, it's a power move. <laughs> Needed a truck. So you got so you got sober. You said ten years ago. You said, but you said you had one. You 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 try to do it once. Correct. Yeah. The um, so that was before the arrest. The, the, first, I, the was, first the first tryout rehab was before I got the arrest. Gotcha. And then you had no trouble after the first, and then you had no trouble before the first. No one. trouble before the first one. Just you know, pissed off family members and stuff like that from all the stuff I've you know stolen and whatnot. And uh, luckily, so the worst thing I feel bit the thing I feel worse about is. Uh, earring the the pair of earrings i stole from my sister right uh, diamond earrings they were from my great grandmother i believe or my gra- it, it was either my grandmother or my great grandmother yeah i'm gonna guess my grandmother so they were like Heirloom, one of yeah. a kind and like you know and and personal and and i can't, i still can't i don't remember to this day stole shit because i know they went to the point the same pawn store i went to to sell yeah. them to try to get them back because they were personal and uh i believe they did i believe they got them they got them back because uh, they people i guess those places hold stuff to see for a little bit behind, yeah you know so i think luckily they did get them back so i don't they're back i still fa- feel bad because i'm an asshole and yeah. i did that they're but, back in the family though yes they're okay. back at the they're back at the house so. that's good that's yeah um, i got a I, my dad just gave me something um my dad's a little older he's like in his 70s my and, dad uh, too my dad's 71 my dad was 1946 he was born so i'm 75 76 yeah my dad was 52 i believe okay gotcha i'm terrible at math so me too i'm just gonna pretend like i'm doing math (laughs) (laughs) i just pretend like i'm doing math i'm like around this number right but uh he gave me something and um he didn't want it to be past 
on to me on his death. He said, I, I, I want to have this in my control to give to you because it means more. So he gave me something. And I know now, like, if, if I ever lost that or something, oh, I'd be devastated. Like, I'm, I'm afraid to wear it out. You know? Yeah. Well, he gave it was it was a it's an it's like a okay. My dad's a photographer or was a photographer, so it's a little. My mom had a custom, uh, a custom gold camera made with a little diamond in the in the lens. That's awesome. And right when she got it made, she paid extra money to have the mold broken. So there's not there's nothing like it ever. And he gave and I just like I love wearing it. At the same time, I'm like if I lost this, I'll be devastated. So I I can imagine like the earring thing being like if they're one of a kind. Yeah, it's like. You can't and like, place it, you know. I mean, I I can't I can imagine how like they felt, you know what I'm saying? At yeah. the time I was just like I didn't care. Yeah. Like which is sad, you know, and uh which brings me to another point that like once I got sober and did the whole, you know, I did re the rehab again. So a after the second arrest with the with the first actual arrest. Yeah. Um so those two charges were push you know push together to yeah. become one somehow i don't know how they did that <laughs> but it was my first time doing anything so i got like ard or whatever it's called there wasn't any like Jail it's like first time offender type thing and um yeah no jail time you know obviously they told you to go to rehab yeah you probably um, fine or something or lost my license for it wasn't. I think it was like six months. Nothing crazy. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, fi some fines. I think I had to pay something to the lady that I stole her purse. I don't know what it was because it was. I didn't pay any scratch off. Yeah, here's a five dollars scratch off. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's definitely a winner. You scratched the coat on the bottom. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, I like joking about it. It's, it was it was my fucked up time, but I like it's. I guess it's okay to joke about stuff yeah, nowadays. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Taste, you know? Yeah. I, as long as I don't mean any. I know. I, yeah, I'm good. I, <laughs> I I joke around a lot, but um, yeah. So those got pushed together. Rehab fines yeah. also license and then uh and like honestly the, the you know the two weeks after that i was still getting you know i was still getting high and getting drunk and uh that's because that, that was my like getting ready for rehab you know i couldn't go to rehab sober yeah <laughs> i can't, yeah. can't you can't do that yeah you know you gotta do, have the whole experience you it gotta do it you gotta do it right off. yeah and uh <laughs> gotta do it right <laughs> um so yeah, two weeks after that, I went back to Living Green and Ben Salem. Is that a stay-in place? Or yeah, yeah. And um, so I had I had blood clots when I was younger. Uh -huh. Sometime in the when I was getting high, I had blood clots, and uh, so I was on blood. I'm on blood thinners still to this day, but um, they wouldn't let me in detox because of my blood thinners because I was like a fall risk, quote unquote. Oh. Because so, you would bleed out, I guess. Right? I, yeah, if, like, if I, yeah, if I ended up like fainting or doing, you know, whatnot. Yeah. But uh, so get this: I had to detox myself at home <laughs> from yeah from two bundles of dope a day to nothing. How did you do that? Like, at what I, I was fucking miserable. Yeah, is what I was, and <laughs> like, uh, was it just cold turkey? So luckily, I had a suboxone from somebody. I don't know who who gave it to me. Can you? I, so I don't know what that is. It, it's, it's like just, a it's like a 
it's it's supposed to help you get off opiates. Okay. It's still an I feel like it's still an opiate of some sort, yeah. but it like helps you just wean off yeah. of it. Okay. So I had that, which would didn't really help because it was only one, so I would have needed like a lot more. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> I only had a detox for four days, but those four days felt like a year. I bet. Yeah. You know, and uh, sweating, freezing, uh, uh, not sleeping. Uh, yeah, restless legs. Like, yeah, it, uh, like poor me, right? But I got myself into this. But like, yeah, it's but like, I mean, it's no, still it's, rough. It's, Nobody it's, wants it was, to see it someone was going like, through that. There was no sleep. I was outside smoking a cigarette every five minutes because, yeah. like, if I sat down, my legs would start shaking or, like, you know. Oh, that must have felt terrible. Where is, is uh, and you're still back at your parents, yeah. right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that went on for four days. I had to at least get it, you know, they said you got detox out. four days and then you can come back for the actual rehab part, you know? Okay. I just, I guess they, like I said, I guess they just didn't want me for the detox just in case something happened and I, you know. Yeah. But um, but those four days, I also stopped taking my blood thinners because that, that's what they asked as well. So I guess uh-huh. just I would take like a baby aspirin a day because that's the same. It does the same thing. But yeah. uh, so I went to rehab, you know, I, went, I did the thing. I did 30 days there. I was going to ask how long is it? Yeah. yeah, 30 days. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's not it's not like fun, but it's, yeah. I guess it's better than being out there doing what you were doing, Yeah, you know, and uh now you don't you don't do there's no like you don't work or anything while you're going no, through this. you're no, just no. there you're just in the environment you're there for 30 days mm-hmm. you can't so they have like two houses like at full ha- houses out back where there, one's for the females and one's for the males yeah. and uh that's where you stay you know you stay there overnight for 30 days and uh you'll come to the main building for like group sessions and yeah. your food and do they do like um <laughs> well, I guess because you're not – where you, you can't leave, right? No. Yeah. The so. only time you – I left uh-huh. the one time because I had a court date. You're allowed to leave for court dates, obviously. Yeah. But besides that, no. They didn't have like room searches there, did they? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I don't know how – I don't know if it's like they have like uh, cameras all up over the place. I, I imagine it being something probably bigger than it is. But I mean like people trying to sneak stuff into you or something. Not really. No, everyone's just trying to get better so, anyway. My weird, the weirdest thing about rehabs is you know the people in there, uh-huh. are on have been on drugs yeah. or have been drinking in the past at least thirty days. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then they'll give you random drug tests, but like, what's the point? Like, if, if it's still going to be in your system, yeah. why are you going to get that? Like, how do you know if it's new, new or, not? or not? Yeah. I guess they could probably see maybe if it's like um, less potent or something. I don't know how. They, I do know like when I know when, when you're smoking like marijuana or something uh, that stays in your fat cells. Yeah. And so, but I don't know how they would know if it's lesser. I don't know how I, that it's just works. like that. I don't know. That's my. That's I've always wondered that. You yeah. know. But I feel like I'm asking such weird questions. But like no, I, I just don't I, know. I don't. I don't I'll answer whatever you <laughs> ask if I know it. You know, yeah, if I know yeah. the answer to it. But um. So you did thirty days there. Thirty days there. The first time you did, you did thirty days too. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And uh, do you want to talk about like what triggered it after the first time? Do you remember? Triggered getting like relapsing. Yeah. 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 Um. So the first time out of rehab, I I 
I was in rehab for to please my parents and and you know whoever else wanted to be pleased. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And uh, so would you say it kind of wasn't for you at the first time? Yeah, absolutely. And gotcha. like I was like I you know to, to get that my parents off my back to be able to. Not that I ever was kicked out of the house, but to be able to come back, you know, have have a place to live. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and I, to be completely honest with you, there's a lot of people that go to rehab to just get off the streets for a few days and get their tolerance back up for 30 days and then go back out and start back over again, you know? I guess it could be seen as, like, a way to save money or something, too. Yeah, and most of the time, like, there's a lot of places that the state pays for it anyway, so you're not paying a dime, you know? Oh. You can go to like state run ones, and that's, I mean, yeah. they're not great, but it's better than sleeping in an abandoned house, you that's know? True. And, uh, but yeah, I went the first time, it was like I was doing everything I shouldn't have been doing, you yeah. know, like talking to them good looking broads right off the street, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Them looking real good. But, uh, <laughs> no, but, uh, I wasn't listening. I wasn't taking no suggestions. Uh -huh. Um, Plain and simple, just there to please my parents and yeah. get them off my back. And uh, when I left there, I went to – I did NA that time because I'm, I'm in AA now. It's They're like – you know, and I just did NA because I didn't think I was an alcoholic at the time. Yeah. What is NA? Narcotics Anonymous. Okay. Okay. I there's like everything nowadays. Though. Yeah. There's, there's Opiates Anonymous. There's I've only heard any, AA. Everything. Gotcha. Which is good. It's great. You yeah, know? it's more if it's people more like if people have a problem with something and they feel like that's where they want to go, it's a great. You know, it's yeah, it's probably more welcoming because you're like some people are like, I don't I don't belong here. I'm not, I'm not an alcoholic. I yeah. do this, yeah. and that's what I thought. You know, yeah. and a lot of people don't think that, and that's okay. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But um, so that's honestly where it, it went downhill. You know, I went to NA, uh -huh. hanging out with people I probably shouldn't have been hanging out with. You know, and. Uh, To be completely honest with you, I think so. I'm not an alcoholic, right? I can go drink. I can uh, have a few. I can have. I, I can have a couple beers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, so I remember, plain as day, because I was sober. So I remember, you know, I picked up a drink sober down the shore, Long Beach Island. You know, oh, we were used to. Uh, so my grandparents have a house down there, and you know, we have a lot of friends on the street and. So one night everyone was drinking at the neighbor's house, I guess it was, and uh, I thought I said I'm going to go have a few drinks with the people, with you know, with our friends. And uh, my parents were like, "Don't you, don't you have a problem?" I yeah. said, uh, "Nah, not with alcohol, you know." And uh, yeah. <laughs> lo and behold, here I am. Yeah, you know? it became a problem. A yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. And uh, so those few drinks turned into. I, I don't know, you know, yeah. 10, I don't know. I Just keeps going. Probably four, four or five more years after that of running. Yeah. Until I, you know. It's crazy, actually. It's, it's. I'm, I'm wondering, like, they say if you have, like, an addictive personality, it kind of just goes across the board. Would you say, like, you had that? Would, or would you say, you like, when you were younger, I'm trying to word this. Like, so alcoholic tendencies. Yeah. I didn't know what that meant until I got into AA, okay. you know? So I had alcoholic tendencies when I was younger, like manipula manipulating people. Okay. Um, you know, a few examples I can think of are like, you know, our neighbors 
used to, on the girls across the street, they, uh, they would come babysit me and my sister if my parents wanted to go out. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. And I would, I, I don't know how old I was. I wasn't old enough to curse or no curse words and stuff like that. But, uh, so I would like, you know, curse and, and cause a, cause a scene, uh, causing that, causing them to have to call my parents to have to cut their, sh- you know, night short yeah. and come home and deal with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's like, sort of like, like a sign. Yeah. Huh. You know, not like, that's like wanting attention. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And me today, I hate attention. <laughs> Just to be like, I, yeah. I'm doing this not for, I don't, I'm not doing this for attention, obviously. Yeah. Like, so AA meetings, I can, I've been asked to speak at a few AA meetings and I have, you yeah. know, and, it's like I freeze, man. Yeah. If there's twenty, thirty people in front of me, uh, <coughs> I'm not a public speaker, never uh, will be. And it's like I start off. I'm Jeff, and I'm an alcoholic. You know, I start off my story. Yeah, and uh, then I freeze. I don't know what the fuck to say. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. There's times. There was this one time, dude. I only spoke for three minutes, and it was the most embarrassing <laughs> thing in my life. Because all these people looking at me like he's gonna make a this, and this was not too long ago, but <laughs> it's like this kid has all this time and like he can't talk. Yeah, and then they're like, that and was like it. yeah, and like this is cool because I'm not in front of people. This is what I like about this, and I don't mind who the world can hear this. For all I care, yeah. they're not looking at me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think that's the best part about this. It's like, and then because a lot of people I do uh, online because you know. I, some of them live a little bit further or, or they have a family and they can't make the drive, which I totally understand. And, uh, I think it's more, it's, they're, they're very comfortable just talking to their computer or yeah. talking like this, just a mic. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. It's, it's, it's almost like a form of therapy itself. I feel like for some people, um, just to be able to talk about things. Mm-hmm. And I do think it is important for people to listen too, because there's things that I don't know. And I think there's some things that people don't understand and like having people around like you to explain it kind of, kind of just lets people understand that it's not just, Oh, he was just a drug addict. You know, there was more, there's way more to it. You know, it's not like you were one, one way. And then the other way there were steps to get there. Mm-hmm. Some people don't know what those are. Yeah. And it's, it's, I feel like this kind of makes it more human as opposed to people looking at like drug addicts as like monsters or something. Cause they're not, like you said, you came from a good family yeah. and some people would be like, well, how did that happen then? Cause they think it's all the same. They think it's like this person must've had a bad growing up or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, a lot of mental, yeah, a lot of, you know, anxiety. Yeah. Um, and like, I still struggle with anxiety today, like real bad at times. Yeah. Like there's uh even even in a room full of people that like I'm comfortable with, uh-huh. you know, there's anxiety, and uh, there's been many a times where I've driven myself somewhere, like I had to, I had to be somewhere, so I went somewhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just and out of my anxiety, no, like like even before the anxiety, okay. you know. So I would drive my like say to a family party uh-huh. or an AA meeting oh, gotcha. or anything, you know. I would drive myself there, and right as I like pulled in the parking lot or got up to the house or whatever anxiety would hit you know what i'm saying yeah. out of nowhere i don't know why i don't yeah. know where it came from i shouldn't be having this i'm going somewhere you know somewhere i know people <laughs> and it's it's been so bad sometimes where mm-hmm. it wouldn't even let me open my truck door to get out of the truck really and i would either sit there mm-hmm. for 
God knows how long. It could be hours. It could be, you know, whatever. Or I would just leave, leave. and go back home. But yeah, it's like, and like that's the kind of stuff, like, I still deal with sober. And that's yeah. all right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I yeah. get it. Because I'm not going to drink over that today. Uh-huh. And it's just like. Uh, that's a good point. It's something you're just, you're learning to deal with, but in your own terms. You yeah. Yeah. Because I think you want to be able to control it. You don't want to put the control on something else. Because once you put it on something else, it's it's not in your hands anymore. Mm-hmm. I know my my wife. She deals with a lot of anxiety. I just kind of started getting it like over the last year or two. I never really had it, but it's like it. I can tell you, it doesn't so much slow me down. Well, it kind of. I I can see what you're saying. Where you kind of stop in your tracks, and you kind of have to like, how what, what do I do now to push through this? And it. it I feel like my chest is getting tight and mm-hmm. I just feel all these things. I never had it before. So I don't know where it came from. I feel like it, it could just show up. I don't know. But it, I, it's it's kind of scary. It is scary. Yeah. Like, I, like there, sometimes I get this like weird, like, I'm not going to say tunnel vision, uh-huh. but it's like, I just have to like look at, I just have to stare at something. You know what I'm saying? Because uh-huh. if I... Sometimes I'll get like lightheaded and I can't like I don't want you know I, I, I don't know how it's like I'm sure you, you, it's hard to explain you can't yeah. like explain some of the time some stuff. It's that hard to explain and, anxiety. Period. Yeah, because I feel like people have different forms of it, and mine is probably just like I if I'm talking to someone, my words start getting I start like stuttering, and then I just go like I can't make a sentence. It's really weird, and then I get that tightness in my chest, and then I try and get out of the whatever I'm talking about, mm-hmm. I'll be like, I got to go over here. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing over there. No. I just got to get out of where I'm at I just right have now. to leave. <laughs> I got well, to work. Like, I got to look here. at the prints. <laughs> and then I just got to look at the prints. I don't need anything, but. So, the one, like, speaking of not being able to explain that, like, the one thing I can explain is how, like, heroin made me feel. Drugs uh-huh. made me feel. Yeah. You know, and I've seen this somewhere. It's not, this is not my quote, but, like, it's, like, spot on. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, so if you're ever driving in like a heavy torrential downpour, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I seen this on the internet one time and it was like the best that's way to like, explain that's it. Like, that's like like that's it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's how how it is. So you're driving in a torrential downpour and then you go under a bridge for a second and everything's silent. Yeah. And like peaceful. Yeah. No rain. And then you come out the other side and it's all fucking mayhem again. Mm-hmm. For them second or two. That was my fucking heroin. Really? You know what I'm saying? See, that's very visual. I can, you, everyone can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my drugs and alcohol. That's what, you know, it, it, it didn't last long. Yeah. But. It, well, I was just going to ask. So it didn't last, it didn't last long, but did it like to you it didn't last long, but to everyone, like, you know, outsiders. Outside, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, like would you uh, notice, well, I guess you probably wouldn't, but notice the time you would take drugs and then you'd have a lapse of time and you knew you were like kind of in a in a phase for a little bit or something like that but for you obviously it was fast i mean toward i'm gonna say the last couple years it was like uh if i did like a bag of dope or something it would only be Mm -hmm. i don't know maybe 30 minutes okay so like not nothing yeah you know yeah yeah and uh I mean, drinking was different. I could just get drunk and be happy for a little bit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't know if I was happy, but I, that's how I you felt. You felt elevated. The time. Yeah. And, um, and then I tell you what, uh, like meth. Uh-huh. Holy fuck. <laughs> like that. I mean, if that was, 
that was my that was it you know yeah. what i'm saying that was like i was up for days Jeez. and it, i'm like i don't know yeah, like, yeah. I, I love i can I, i'm the, like a lot of people can't talk about stuff like that but like yeah. i just like that was it yeah you know that was the holy grail yeah if i may you know <laughs> yeah i mean you may i mean you, you experienced it i mean now you like to sleep I, mean, I love I, sleeping. Now. Sleeping's the best. Oh yeah. I almost feel bad. It's well, it's eight twenty. It's not too bad. But, uh, <laughs> nah, it'll be all right. Because <laughs> like I, I, I used to be. I wouldn't. Um, through when I first started doing construction, actually all throughout, I was kind of an insomniac. But I always felt like I had so much energy with less sleep, and now I can't even imagine that. Like I can't. If I go, if I go to bed like and it's like ten o'clock, I'm a wreck the next day. So bad. So I think the latest I've ever stayed up in the past, I'm going to say five, six years, yeah, was the Luke Combs concert. Okay, on in this past summer, oh. and I think we were out there till three o'clock, and I was miserable. Oh, I bet. Like I, I was just like, "When's bedtime? Yeah, let's go." You know, come on, Luke, play your songs. <laughs> yeah, because so I um I get up at three every day, three in the morning. Cause I go, I try to go to the gym before work and then do all, you know, do this Weird stuff. Or, same thing. And, um, I remember we did that on, fr <laughs> on fr Friday. Yeah. It had to have been a Friday at work in the, no, I had to work on Saturday and we had a party at night and it, it's getting to like, you said like three in the morning, four in the morning. And I'm like, guys, I'm sleeping on this floor right now. I don't care what noises <laughs> you make. I'm going to bed. Right. And literally they're like, no, just blow up your, I blew up my mattress, <laughs> lay on the floor and everyone just literally continued to party around me and i was just like i need sleep dude yeah. i can't do it but i remember back in the day i sometimes would just go through the whole night and go to school or something and i was totally cool with it don't know how i feel yeah. like it doesn't make any sense but like you saying that you stayed up for like a couple days yeah straight and not even i mean you got tired the last like couple of hours of the last day yeah. you know but man that's crazy it's like insanity yeah you know and that's what i probably was yeah i definitely was and uh I don't know. I still remember some of it. Do you remember the, so under that bridge that I talked about earlier that we did the burnout on, yeah. that abandoned house down at the bottom of the hill there by the quarry? You remember all the parties down there? I never went to there. I, th I think I know what you're talking about that. Let me think here for a second. Down the bridge. Oh, man. This was Route 1, you said, right? Correct. So I'm going. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. I know what you're talking about. Okay. So, I mean, I mean I've been... The cops would always come there if we were if there was a party there. And, yeah, uh, I didn't know people partied there. Yeah, for I don't. I couldn't even tell you if it was our year, but I was part. I've been to party <laughs> there. You know, uh, um, yeah. Cops would always come, and it would be like I'm telling you, it would be the whole police department because what's what's going on in Middletown Township? Yeah, you know. Wow. <laughs> so they'd have all the cops out there running around and chasing kids and. <laughs> you know, then they'd have the cops on the quads come and chase people down. And I, I would just yeah, cop on quads? quads. Holy shit! Yeah, because that was down like because that house was really directly behind the quarry. Yeah, so there was all that oh, I can space see and train tracks down there. Yeah, so. I remember. I remember the quarry. I remember the quarry. Did you ever go to that rope swing behind the chamonix? I used to live there. Mm -hmm. I used to go there all like if you went. I want to say, if you parked in that lot where they park now, all the students, yeah. I don't know if you go, it's behind that baseball field or track. I can't remember what it was. 
Am I thinking of a different place? No, this was Nishami High School. Park there, we'd walk all the way in the back through the woods. And you're walking like, I, I, I want to say, just you, well, you'd walk down to the, the creek. Yeah. And there used to be a rope swing there. And uh, I used to just look, I used to go there like every day. I don't think I've ever been there. I didn't, I didn't like drink or anything down there. A lot of people did. I'd, I'd see so many people, but I was there just for the rope swing. It was fun. Yeah. And then someone died. Really? And they tore it down. They tore down the, um, I don't know what they would call it, like a, the platform. Okay. So then me and my buddy drug wood all the way through the woods and rebuild it. Because <laughs> we were like, dude, I, it, I'm sorry someone died, you know? But yeah, like, but if you're having fun, yeah, then, like, you know, the problem rest is that, in peace and yeah, let's continue. We went know? out in the freezing water. Yeah. It was not, I don't swim in the cold. We'll I, put a memorial out there for you. Yeah, I'll, you I'll write it, carve his name on the. That's mean. I'm gonna stop sorry, it. rest in peace. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it was sad, but I was just like, I think at one point there might have been cops that came down there, but they didn't say anything about it being built again. I don't know. But now the tree fell, so now there's no rope uh, swing. So. so it's going for good. Yeah, I can't fix that. I'm pretty sure there was something behind Phil Sweeney's house, too. Um, there was like Indian head or Indian. I, I don't know if that was behind his house. Ha- there's something behind his house that you can jump off of. I've heard that. I've never been to his Phil stock. Have you been there? I would stop by, like, I think the first year it happened. Yeah. But- I've been, I mean, I've been sober, so it's not like, not that it matters, but yeah, like, yeah. I just, There's no real I don't need to be around it, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I hear you, I hear you. I like going to, I do like live music, and I go to, like. Like you said, Luke Combs. Luke Combs. I'll go to some bars if I, if they have a band I enjoy, yeah. you know, and, because uh, at this point, to be completely honest with you, drinking doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. It's just like, I, I have no need to be at anywhere yeah. that has alcohol, because. Yeah. You know, you just want you're there for a different reason. Yeah, I'm there for the music or or a celebration or yeah. whatnot. You know. Yeah, we've had we've had some like construction guys where we're like, hey, we're going out to the bar for break. He'd be like, yeah, I'll go with you, and they're totally cool with it or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I I never, if I went out, I I always thought it was a trap because I was an apprentice, and I'm like, are they trying to catch me drinking or something? And then I just wouldn't. They're like, you can have a drink. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I don't need to get in trouble because those times were like. If you get caught doing something you're not supposed to as an apprentice, you get kicked out of the program and you mm-hmm. don't have a job anymore. And at that point for me, I, I needed a job. Yeah. I was out of school. I had no money. I was living, bouncing friend to friend's house. And I was like, I just need a real job. So, I mean, that's how I, I, I met my wife. And when she, when I first brought her to my, uh, you know, in um, Strawberry Lane there, yeah. I showed her my room. I was on an air mattress. I was like, I was like look at this. <laughs> she was living making, the king life. Yeah. So she was making more than me. She was a waitress and she was making a ton of money. She ended up working at um, Cheesecake Factory. So she used to make a ton of money. I love that place. Oh, it's so good. We actually ordered takeout from the other day. For some reason, we get like a kick and we're like, oh, we need that chicken Bellagio. It's like the, oh, it's so good. Such good food there. It is good. And cheesecake. Yeah, it's actually not that great. If you, if I'm being completely yeah. honest, I, <laughs> but I just love it cheesecake. It doesn't so. taste like che- if you get the, they have they have like a hundred some cheesecake. Oh yeah, there. different flavors. You yeah. can't really mess with it too much. You yeah. gotta do like simple. You like just regular cheesecake. Yeah, okay. you can put like some kind of like strawberry or something on top, but you yeah. can't go like there's like some crazy s'mores stuff. one. It doesn't take anything like a cheesecake. Nah. It tastes like a s'more. It's just shaped like cheesecake. <laughs> That's how they. That's how they get you. I go. I like cheesecake, and then it's not even cheesecake. And it's like a thousand calories per slice, is. which is wild. It's so scary. It really is because because while well, we were there, we were looking. At, we only got I think this last week or over the weekend or something, and we we're looking at the. I'm like, oh, look at all. And then you look at the calories, and you're like, 
I'm just going to have a yogurt. <laughs> That's like literally what just we make like. make me a protein shake. Yeah. Yogurt's so good, though. I love yogurt. They have protein yogurt. And you do the ratio one? You ever no, try that? No, no. Try it. What is, is it? It's is a protein. A yeah, it's ratio. Ratio. I do. So it's four. It's like actually really good because that's <laughs> what my, the gym I go to now, the guy that owns it, uh-huh. writes, wrote me a, uh, like a meal plan. Okay, cool. You know, to, for what I want, you know, for get, like the game mass, yeah. you know. <laughs> so it's 25 grams of protein. Okay, like a scoop, like a whey protein scoop. No, no, the the yogurt. Oh, okay, you're describing the yeah, actual the product yogurt. now. Okay, I got you. I thought you. I thought you were like teaching me how to make something. No, yeah, I got you. <laughs> I was so, ready. So 25 grams of protein. Uh which is a lot for yogurt. It is, but yeah. it's good. Yeah. Only four grams of fat. Uh huh. Less than one gram of sugar. Okay. And what's it called again? Ratio. Ratio. I'm gonna put it's that in, in my phone. Where I get it's in giant. A giant. I don't, I'm sure they sell it other places, but they're good. Because I'm fun fact about yogurt. <laughs> I forget which one I'm on. Now. It's it's only I think it's only like 19 grams of protein. But I'll take protein wherever I can get it. And usually, you know how protein stuff is. Usually, if it has a lot of protein, it usually doesn't it's taste terrible. good. Yeah, this is it. Delicious. It's good. It's like Greek yogurt. Okay, so it's not gritty or anything like that. No, it's thicker though. Okay, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Because then I feel like I, I can eat less of it. If the yogurt's like more liquidy, I'm like, I can keep eating this. Like I'd, I'd say to them, I, I'm like, sometimes I want to get one of those big things and just house it. Yeah. But when I was younger, I used to eat tubes of cookie though. Yeah. They're so good. So class of 08, if you uh, <laughs> want good yogurt, ratio yogurt's where it's at. You heard it here first. <laughs> I've never heard of that. It's went from addiction to yogurt yeah. real quick. It's a good, it's a good segue. Yeah. To, uh, you know. Because now you're 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 doing better. You have ten years sober. Correct. Today, feeling great. Feeling great. Eating ratio yogurt. Ratio yogurt. And you're on a and you're on, so you're on a meal plan. Are you a workout plan too? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now I I do my own thing on the workout. Yeah. Like I know what to do. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like, but yeah, like it's crazy how like, I don't know how other people do it, but me being an alcoholic and an addict, swapping addictions for others, it's nuts. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, at first, when I first got sober, uh-huh. I swapped it for just straight food. That's how I, I gained a lot of weight. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I was eating. Gotcha. I, I didn't care. You know? I didn't eat much when I was back and, you know, getting higher drinking anyway. So, yeah. I was enjoying it. And uh, then I gained a lot of weight. And, um, you know, found out the gym was a good place to let off stress and, like, great. you know, yeah. look better, feel better. So, that's, in, like, now it's. An awesome. addiction, yeah, you know, and a healthy addiction, yeah. You know? Although there are so, if you miss like a day or two, you're kind of like, oh yeah, it sucks. I got to go to the back. The, like I, when I get sick, I I know it's better to rest, but resting sucks. I know. <laughs> People like if you don't crazy. go for a day, you're like, what do I do? Really, you do like you're, seriously. That's how crazy it is. It is. It's a great kind of crazy. <laughs> and then you feel like. Everything's lost. You do. You're like to I, become like it is. It's I, true. I just got set back. I know it's day. not true, but like yeah. <laughs> but that's how it feels. Yeah, yeah. Some people don't get it, and then <clears throat> not to saying you have to get it or anything, but like that's just I. So I I've been living for like 14 years, and it's just such a part of me. Like if I go on vacation for a week, we uh, I even if I'm not lifting, I have to do like cardio or something. I got to sweat. I got to do. I just, it's like. They call it like sweat therapy. It just feels good. Yeah. It feels my body, like it makes my body feel better or something. So funny thing about that is like we, my family, we go on vacation to Italy every year. Oh, you know, that's we, awesome. Because uh, 
my brother-in-law and sister bought a house over there during oh. COVID because that's where he's he was that's where he's from, my brother-in-law is from. Okay, and uh, they bought a place so they could have somewhere to go when they go over visit his grandmother and you know whatnot. But I I don't I haven't seen one gym over there since every time I ever since I've been over there. Really, they're it's really like crazy. Good. They're good with their meal their meal portions. Over yeah, there. and everything's not pro everything's natural yeah i hear like like when you get food over there it's kind of just like it's like your fist it's like you don't get much of it nah. and then they're cool with that yeah i like to eat more than just lift more <laughs> so i just it's like rationalizing it mm -hmm. i'm like uh like we that's why we got a treadmill because we're like she'll be like uh, i'm gonna go walk on the treadmill I feel, I feel like i had too much today or i didn't do too much today we try and hit like a, she at least my wife she tries to hit like a certain step range every day yeah ten thousand steps so how much? Let me ask you this quick question. Yeah, this is completely off topic. That's cool. I've been asking you tons of questions. So how much cool. cardio do you do? You do your cardio after your lift, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So what do you do? Like a half hour or so, or more? It depends. If I'm like, so I do like the whole competition thing. Yeah. So if I'm yeah, bulking, yeah. I really don't do much cardio. Maybe like once a week. But now I'm getting back to like today. I did 20 minutes. 20 minutes on like a not at the gym. I did an incline 20 minutes and then I jumped in the sauna just to like feel better about it. So I usually try to do like a 30 minutes after my lift. Yeah. You know, not, I only do that like three days a week. Though. I was going to say, know what not I'm saying? Every day. I don't do it every day because I, yeah. No, that's, I, I would say that's the best thing to do because if you do it too much, your body's metabolism adapts to it. And so, if you're if it knows you're burning this many calories, it knows it can eat this many calories. And if you start to like, if you slow down a little bit more, you're you're not like burning it as much. It's mm -hmm. like it, it's like oh, uh, I'm gonna hold on to this now. It's weird. It's like your body just adapts to it. Your body's smart. Yeah, it's crazy. You'll never how it, beat your body no. only temporarily, and then it's like it. It's crazy to even think of it. Like how like I I will die down to like, or, or like I'm not. I can't even function. And then immediately after, my body's just trying to find homeostasis, you know? And then when I get back to eating normally, I just blow up. Like my 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 wrists, my ankles, everything. And you're messed up because your body doesn't want to be in that state anymore. So that applies to even if you're off season. If you're, trying to, if you're trying to do too much of anything, your body adapts to that. And then when you get out of it, it's you're not in a good spot. Yeah. So like unless you can commit to doing cardio every day, like which is hard. Because if you like, it, it can affect your lifts. You need that day of like recover. You need a couple days of recovery. So like, there, there'd be there'd be like active rest days we call them, where we don't lift, we just do cardio. Yeah, and that's kind of or lift lighter or something. You you need to rest up. You got to heal. Yeah. So I just totally like took over that. I liked it. <laughs> so it's all right with me. Do you? I, I I'm gonna look at the questions here. So what we got left? I mean, do you have any more to your story, or you think you got? good amount of it out i mean i guess i would just want to say that like uh i mean so there is a thing here that says proud as a compliment would you be your sobriety absolutely be absolutely. my sobriety yeah. you know and uh you know I, i'm not i'm not saying anybody's an alcoholic or an addict that's not my you know choice to say but like like uh if you know anybody or yourself or whoever you know what i'm saying if you're ever struggling need to talk to somebody my phone's always on you know my inbox is always open and uh my door's always open you know what i'm saying uh do you mind if i like when i post this leave your email in there absolutely cool and uh like i anonymity is like a big thing in aa that you learn like you don't you know you're not you don't tell what you hear or you know who you hear it from yeah and yeah. uh 
So like I said, if you know anybody or yourself is struggling with anything like this, even if it's not drugs or alcohol, if you have any kind of other addiction or anything like that, like, uh, you know, reach out, you know, don't be, don't wait till it's too late. You know, I've seen that happen and, uh, you know, doesn't end well, you know, most times. Some people think that, you know, maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow should be just now. Yep. Absolutely. And, uh. It's tough, and I get that. You know what I'm saying, and uh, and you're not ready. I wasn't ready at times. You know what I'm saying, so I get that. Yeah. So that's a short and sweet as I'm going to put it. You know, if you ever need help or anybody knows need help, tell them to reach out to me. You know, yeah, uh, that's cool. I'd love yeah. to help. You know, yeah, we'll leave your email there if anyone. You know, that's cool. Not a problem at all. Let's see. They got one more here. If you could go back and give your high school self any advice. What would it be? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it's kind of... I wouldn't... Uh, completely honest, I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah. Just, um, you know, that whole... Any, anything in life that led to this point in my life was uh, what it was supposed to be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I'm not... I mean, not... I'm just... Like, I don't regret anything. Yeah. You know? As fucked up as that may sound. Yeah. I don't, like... You know, I don't. Because it, it all led to this point. Yeah. And um it's a journey, you know? And his life is fucking beautiful today. Yeah. You know? Which is awesome to hear, dude. Yeah. It really is. I mean yeah, I mean you look like you're doing well. So I appreciate that. Yeah. And uh you know, I love I love coming out here tonight and talking about this. And, I appreciate uh, it. It was a drive. Like I, I said, I, don't bother me one bit, yeah. you know, and uh <laughs> Because I remember you, you text me, you're like, When should I be over there? I was like, Oh, I thought we were doing it online. You're like, No, nah, I'll come over. I'm like, that's fine with me. <laughs> I want, I want people to come over. I, I think this is more comfy out here, man. Yeah. You know, and, uh, well, you're in Jersey, dude. Watch like out. he's got a uh, comfy little basement, so yeah. come out and do some podcasts. It's, it's, it's actually it's a chilly basement, and I think I it's, like it it's cold. Perfect. Yeah. Because I feel like people get nervous and start sweating. Yeah, you it's can't cold do that here. <laughs> and he got the dogs. They'll welcome you. You yeah. come in as long as people are cool with dogs. Two beautiful dogs. Yeah, you didn't get to meet the crazy one yet. Nah. She don't, I don't think she likes guys, though. She don't like, she hides. I don't think my dog likes guys either. <laughs> she hides immediately. And then, but we had, mm-hmm. a, we had a, um, we had Tori Beeling over here. At, um, two, uh, what's today? Today's third or Wednesday. She was over here Monday. Totally cool with her. Yeah. 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 Definitely doesn't like guys. <laughs> Might just be a, I don't know. It's a golden retriever. I, I've never seen a golden retriever be scared of people. They're usually like 10. They just jump, jump on you. Best dogs. Yeah. <laughs> they are. Well, you labs too. Lab, like lab. my little lab beat my wish.com lab. Yeah. That's what I call it. <laughs> she tricked me. Yeah, both. I mean, the perfect trick, though. Oh, it was a good trick. Yeah. Beautiful I mean, little asshole trick. <laughs> we all say that. They all do crazy stuff, and then you, know, nah, you look at them and you're like, no yeah, I want to change it for the world. Yeah. But I, it's probably a good spot to end if you're cool with it. I mean, uh, if there's perfect. anything else you had to say. It would nah, be, bedtime. Bedtime. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you too. I'll stay up until you go to bed. And All right. That way I'll feel your pain there a little yeah. bit. <laughs> but uh, thank you for coming out. Thanks for having me. Much appreciated. We'll wrap it up right there. Everyone, thank you for listening. And uh, this was a good one. Happy uh, tenure. Happy tenure. <laughs> <laughs>